It's Friday, November 12th, and this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we explore the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as the occasional off-brand superpowered story. And when I say we, uh, I'm of course referring to my distinguished collection of nerd co-hosts. Uh, first up, let's get them out here so I'm not here by myself anymore. Uh, he's getting free months of Guardians of the Galaxy. Or, no, he's getting free months in Disney Plus for playing Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm not. It's Frank. <laughs> You're not getting the free months. I oh. checked my I checked my inbox. What do I got to do? I didn't get any anything. I I didn't ask I didn't ask for these powers. It just came <sighs> to me. I'll I guess I'll go play the game tomorrow and see if that works, or maybe I'll play it today. Uh, like really quick before it, it, it hit it's midnight or something yeah, yeah yeah they're just handing out disney plus months like i know like, they're crazy cool. are, are they are they low on uh membership or something like that is disney running out of money do we have I to i don't think they are i think i read some a statistic uh a few months ago that said like by 2023 they will have passed netflix or something like that oh wow um they're they're not they're not hurting at all okay. but anyways let's get more people out here to, to speculate on on disney plus um Actually, this next person we have, uh, I know uh, it's not quite Disney Plus that's got him interested right now. He wants, he hasn't had enough uh, No Way Home spoilers. So <laughs> if there are more, please give them to him. It's Ricky. I will find them all and consume <laughs> them before that movie comes out. And by find them all, you mean you just go on Reddit? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah I pretty okay. much know okay. the plot of that movie and the inevitable sequel already at this point. Thanks to Sony's security. <laughs> uh, I have nothing to say about that. No comment. Yeah. No yes. Comment. Another week we're here all together. Yes. And speaking of No Way Home, uh, uh, we we had an assignment this week uh, in preparation for No Way Home. And this, our special guest that we have, uh, he was, I'm so appreciative for him doing the rigorous assignment with us um it's clark i watched movies you watched movies but you watched like you watched like uh like almost five hours worth of movies this week just to like Ooh, yeah, yeah. Kind of above on, and beyond that's like on, yeah the, uh, yeah the amazing spider was a lot normally we ask people to watch like a 45 minute disney plus show and then come on the show <laughs> And I say, just say no to spoilers. We made yeah. Clark watch a movie. No, we made Clark watch two movies. Wait, you two watched movies. two movies also, right? Ricky, yeah. just to be sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You yeah. just forgot about the first one. Yeah. Uh, we watched them both. <laughs> yes. And just so you know, uh, we'll get some uh, formalities out of the way, but uh, uh, Clark is referring to the movies that we chose in the spotlight tonight, which are the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man movies. Uh, so we will be talking about those later on the show. But before we do that, we will have some nerd news and rumors to discuss. Uh, promise not to let Ricky spoil stuff. Uh, and then for those of you joining us live, which I already see some people showing up, uh, don't be shy. We'll be checking the comments regularly. And for those of you that can't get enough of us, you should check out patreon.com slash genxmedia, uh, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings, including early access to our live after show, The Soapbox. Uh, patrons get exclusive access to chat with us there. But if that's not your thing uh, or you're just not available tonight, uh, don't worry. Uh, we'll be releasing it to the public next Wednesday so you can watch it, uh, you know, recorded and stuff. But 
now that's all out of the way. Clark, thank you for rejoining us on this show. It is uh, my pleasure. You know, I kind of like to pick the nerdiest ones to have you on. Like the ones where like the assignment is <laughs> we, we super, super nerdy. Yes. Um, and so Clark's our expert testimony. Yeah. 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 Like there's, there's a, I, I was telling, uh, I was telling Frank and Ricky last week, you know, that I'm, I'm back in binging uh, RuPaul's Drag Race again. Cause I just love that show. But I, I've noticed there's a funny thing. Like he likes to get a lots of different, you know, celebrity guests on the show, but every now and then he's got like a handful of like, like a stable of like guests that he can count on to always be there for like the important shows where like, there's a lot of content and there's not a lot of, you know, fluff and stuff. And I was, I was noticing this one, this one person. And I was like, that's my Clark. That's like, that's, that's my Clark right there. He's, you're my, you're my Todrick Hall. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. He's every season he's there. Uh, he's their choreographer and he's there to help judge for all the choreography stuff. And it's really cool. But yeah, you're you're definitely one of our our big Spider-Man nerds aside from uh, Frank and I, and uh, yeah, oh, really? I mean, I mean, if you want to, like, you can you can tell us. I think you've told us before what Marvel means to you, but like, do you want to tell us specifically about Spider-Man and your relationship with him? Sure. Uh, I I said before, kind of like Spider-Man got me really into collecting comics and that was uh this the eric larson's run on spider-man uh when he was doing the return revenge of the sinister six and it had a cover of spider-man with this fake uh um with deathlock and uh this metallic arm and just caught my eye and i'm like and it was right in the middle of the series so of course i had to go and find the beginning of it and then frank, follow the end frank is the toy in arm's length Mm, no i just realized yeah. it was in the other room yeah fine yeah mine's, mine's, i know it's it's uh, mine's but... locked in this closet over here i can't get to it either that's a, that's a cool example so like, as, yeah as someone who has never bought in a comic book in a comic book store like back in the day if you like clark said came in the middle of a run like how did you just track that shit down like you were just you had to go right? to a comic book store and they had the back issues behind the current ones. Also, so. uh, at that time, Marvel used to be like, um, "Hey, Captain America fought Red Skull back in issue something something." So it would kind of tell you where to go, like a lead in. Let yeah, let me they, they let me be really now. old. This is before the internet. Yeah, this is before the internet. <laughs> so, yeah. to be fair, they they still do it now, but they have it like with a QR yeah. code. Yeah, where you like you can click it, you can click it, and then go see a whole video they prepared. Oh to yeah, let you know. I yeah. mean, I love Marvel Unlimited. Like it'll tell you, you should read this, this, and this. Yeah, before yeah. this. Um, yeah, now I just read Marvel Unlimited, which we should do a commercial for. But what's kind of funny? I think it was during when we were watching WandaVision. I fell into like a rabbit hole of uh, doing that. I I said that I. Whenever I, I came across the editor's note that referenced another book, I would stop everything with that book and go back to the book that Ooh. was referenced. And then I would stop, stop, stop. So I ended up uh, – so from, from like a 2014 series or something like that, I ended up way back in like 1964 or something. <laughs> like Yeah, they, they used to love <laughs> – like Jim Salkrup yeah. would yeah. love uh, putting those little notes in. Yeah, it was like noteception at one point because yeah. there was one time where I got past one of the notes, and then there was another note waiting for me, so I had to go back. And I, 
I ended up like on Avengers one or something like that, or it, but, it was, uh, something though, that, that, that I think it, that I, I thought about again, this character and watching these movies. And this is something that Dennis and I, that we've talked about, about Spider-Man and things that Dennis, uh, like, is that, uh, it just reminded me just kind of like, even though he's the quippy, you know, he's the big, one of the big mouths of the Marvel universe. It's a really sad character. Like the, the things that happen to this guy is just, he just gets beat down. And that's a, what a lot of people relate to him. Yeah. So asking why you like Spider-Man is because he never gives up and, you know, that will. And I think a lot of people relate to him that way um, as, a, as a role model. And I think that's definitely something I always liked it because, yeah, he was the high school nerd. Uh, and... But, you know, seeing more so that goes and seeing those examples, uh, I'll never forget the, the, the two splash page in House of M where the, the, the mutant who, who gives everybody their memory back and she has to, she lives Peter Parker's life all in one second and just goes, oh, that poor, poor man. Oh, yeah. And it's like just double splash page of all of Peter Parker's life. And you're just like, dang. So yeah, we'll yeah. get a look back a little more into these because these are these two movies. I think were they're they're sad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh they yeah. Are. yeah um, before we that's that's kind of that's, that's a little little preview for later tonight. That's that's kind of also my gripe with the Tom Holland ones because man, they got they got to punish that guy. I want to see him get punished because like these these, these Spider Men get punished. See, this is where we're gonna have the fun discussion because I'm like oh, that's that's Tom one of the things that I feel really boy, relieved. Though. But yeah. But he's I think man yet. I think this they're, next one he's they're all Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're all like thirty-year-old. That's, 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 that's <laughs> the charm. That's the charm of of Spider-Man yeah. is he he chose to call himself Spider-Man even though he was a, a fifteen-year-old boy. Spider-Man. Spider-Kid. He didn't want to go with Spider-Boy. Spider-Ling. Anyways, that's enough for right now. That's a that's yes. a that's a that's an appetizer for for later so tasty um, but i think ricky you got some news i didn't vet it i'm kind of worried uh normally i vet it a little bit yeah so but um i mean I'm, but i'm also excited because i have no idea what you're gonna show me ready exciting Just do time it. right now Alrighty, this is the news for the week of December, December, November twelfth. Are you messing up? Do you need some caffeine? <laughs> um, a little bit. I got I got some stuff in front of me, okay. but uh, yeah, I just wanted before we get into the news, you know, I kind of want to do a little bit of a uh, little rem- reminiscing on uh, the old Mister Stan Lee. Uh, it's been three years from the day that he has uh, left us, and. Uh, Obviously, we uh, we all have a great uh, deal of respect for Mr. Lee, as we named this show, <laughs> doing part to him. So I was just kind of curious if you guys had any Stanley moments or Stanley memories or Stanley factoids that kind of just stuck with you throughout the years. A little bit of sharing mm-hmm. moment before getting the news. Interesting. So you're just hijacking the news, huh? No, no. I mean, uh, Clark, go for it. Uh. I've been blessed to meet him twice, once with you. So I'll let you tell that story. Uh, and another time, I I, I won a um, 
a raffle and got him to sign uh, a Spider-Man from Greg Horn uh, that I have framed up in my my house. And always just so nice to the people. Uh, you know, he always, you know, would want to meet his fans uh, and such. And it was, uh, uh, it was, I, I think he, you know, as he got older, it got more difficult and more difficult and this stuff. But I was really glad that uh, we were able to meet him uh, still when, when he uh, could have conversations and, and stuff. And he always, it was so cool to see him at first when he did Kamikaze, but at, like at, at San Diego Comic-Con and, and uh, Excelsior, you know, and just everybody's got great stories about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was doing the whole con circuit up until the last day like he was out there as best as he could be just being amongst the people yeah well i can honestly say like he didn't miss much since then though (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah the world's been a little different since he He, left i mean it's possible he's did he start the plague i don't know i'm not i'm not spreading that rumor uh you heard it here folks frank uh what uh you have any any special moments or no I never actually met him, you know, um, so it was him and Jim Lee. I would always carry my comic books. I, I carried a, a copy of uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 50, and I carried, uh, I think it was, it, w- it was the the, X-Men, the worthless X-Men comic books um, from the <laughs> 90s, and I, I would carry the first, like, maybe, uh, I think it was like four or five covers of that one. So it, w- it was in case I bumped into Jim Lee or Stan, one of the Lees, one of those two Lee brothers, Jim mm-hmm. Lee or Stan Lee. And um, I finally met up with Jim Lee and I got him to sign my covers. And for several years, for probably about, I want to say 20 years, I carried around my Amazing Spider-Man number 50 and never met the damn guy. And I'm Wait, like, like every day or like at conventions? It, well, no, not every <laughs> I didn't, I didn't <laughs> wear it on a, on a chain like Post Malone or something. <laughs> no, I, um, no I, I carried it in my, in my backpack every day of the convention. Um, yeah. I would just have it just in case, like I happen to, you know, bump into him or whatever. I even had extra sharpies just in case he didn't happen like, to have I one. Like, see like if, if we were in the can, he's all like, "Whoa, I like what you're working with there, Frank." And I'm all like, "Oh, cool, yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Stan Lee, I appreciate it." Um, yeah. Would you mind signing this? Yeah, but you yeah, know, never met him. My my story is not super awesome uh, because it was. It was from a time where I wasn't wise enough to carry my comics with me at, at conventions. Uh, I think it was one of my first few years there. And I think Clark and I were just getting out of a panel in Comic-Con in, in San Diego and uh, on the second floor. And so when they exit you out of the, the, the rooms on the second floor, you exit into like these halls that are mostly empty. And I think we left early. Mm-hmm. I think we left a panel early. And uh, Stan Lee was just there with like his assistant or something like that. And they were, I guess, getting ready for some, some other panel. To go into the next panel. Yeah. Yeah. Or the other and, room. And I was just like, oh, it's Stan Lee. And, and I, I, I don't even remember, you know, if I was even capable of articulating much other than gushing over him. But I did ask him to sign my sketchbook. So... I have a white piece of paper with Stanley's name on so it. So do I. Yeah, because that's all <laughs> yeah. that's all I had on me that's at all. the time. That's but, pretty darn cool. And, and he did say, yeah. "I'm not supposed to do this," but and then oh, he really? signed our sketchbooks. I remember that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I a wink. 
He well, did. I'm glad I have you here to help me remember that. That's right. Remember. Tussled your hair a little bit. Get out of here. Okay, hands. he didn't do that. No, no get out of here, you little he's not, a, he's not a toucher for sure. He no. didn't, he didn't touch him. Uh, he's, not, he's not. That's that's a different show. It's a different show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I like I I definitely appreciate uh, you know everything that he's given us, and I, I think I think one of my favorite things about him is how much he loved engaging with the fans not just at conventions but also in in uh the letter section of of his comics which yeah were were called the soapbox which yeah if you've noticed i just lift everything off of him uh so that's what that's the kind of the 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 vibe that we try to achieve with our our uh patreon show is just like let's let's just hang out and just talk about whatever anybody wants to talk about because that's what the soapbox was for for Stan Lee. Is is uh, sometimes he had specific things he wanted to address, uh, but he really just wanted to hear from his fans and 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 engage with them. And he was definitely uh, ahead of his time in terms of a lot of the uh, the topics he would touch upon in his little sections. You know, um, you know, equal rights. Yeah, he uh, was just he was a progressive inclusiveness like he was for sure. Yeah, definitely pushing pushing that envelope forward. Um, I never met him. But I always would see him at cons, and you know, when I would go for the first couple of years, like, like there's Stanley, you know, I got bigger celebrities to go see, you know, because he was just the mainstay. But as the wow. years go on, you know, and really seeing his like interactions with the people, because like I, I would be literally like the booth over, you know, and seeing him interacting with his fans, and it was never like a, he always conversed with people from what I saw. Like he always tried to make at least some form of small talk to make that minute of interaction memorable to them and you know yeah you don't see that a lot in at a comic-con you know it's usually just a high and a buy but uh he cared he really did care and it really did he really it, it showed so yeah all right moving on <laughs> back to the news. big the big there's news. a lot of news today yeah we got I a lot of like, news today i feel like ricky had this section he's like need filler and then that's <laughs> <laughs> no stan's never filler okay all right. Do it. Lay some news on us. Disney Plus Day Marvel announcements. Oh boy. There you go. Yeah, we had did a... appreciate it, by the way. Thank you. We had a pretty big day. Today was Disney Plus Day. And uh, as part of that, Disney released a different uh, little short clips on Disney Plus, kind of highlighting the different properties and what's coming up next on the platform. And uh, yeah, we got some we got some big stuff. Um, of the new stuff that was announced, we're getting an X Men '97, which is a, a continuation of the X Men show from the '90s. Mm-hmm. We're getting an Echo show, a Spider Man animated series, which, according to Variety, is actually going to be an MCU series. So probably going to be the re- most likely the retelling of that uh, Peter's origins, which is kind of cool. We haven't seen that in MCU. But was he a freshman when he? He might have uh, been a freshman, I, but I mean, they could take it in different ways. Like it's it could fine. be. It's fine. I'll let it go. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to nitpick that. It's it's cool. Um, the other little new thing we got was the Marvel Zombies, uh, show that's coming out next year. Of course, What If Two. Um, we also got some first looks at their upcoming properties like She Hulk's calves and arms. <laughs> Um, another little peek at uh, Moon Knight with Oscar, uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. And of course, uh, Miss Marvel. 
But anything, anything kind of catch your eye, catch your, strike your fancy. Hmm. I, you know what I will, I will say, I thought it was too long the video, but it did remind me of the videos they would produce for Comic Con, like you know it like Marvel can't <laughs> stop making those Comic Con videos, even though yeah. there's no oh, Comic Con no. to make them for. Uh, like, so, but so, so I what, don't what, remember them being 14 minute videos though at Comic Con. I could yeah. be wrong. They were kind of long. So for what Dennis is referencing, the the video that they put out was 14 minutes long. Um, half of that was stuff from the past year. Uh, half of that half was a four. Look forward to the stuff that's already been announced, like uh, Hawkeye. And then the last little tiny bit was this kind of new little pieces, basically. I like I like Sea Cow Soda's question here or Lindsay Lindsay's question. Oh, she's she's not on a Sea Cow Soda today. Threw me what? off. She's showing her Whoa. true face. It's her off. real name. What What do you guys think? Like, have you noticed that there's a lot more uh, disabled representation going on? Like, I I got hints that Hawkeye is definitely at least partially deaf in yeah. that um in that in that trailer. Yeah, didn't he uh, have the he had the the head, mm-hmm. headset what are they called hearing aid hearing aid, hearing aid yeah. yeah and then uh, headset. headset i'm a fool <laughs> yeah well and we know uh, echo is echo is deaf is but blind. It, completely blind. Echo is, it showing no echo's deaf echo's a dolphin um oh, oh yes. I agree. yes yes you're thinking of that um and then we've also we got uh makari in the eternals yeah, moon knight. and and moon knight definitely has some some uh mental with uh, mental issues. The, the Moonlight one on, yeah. is like a tightrope. I feel like because you can, you can definitely go like a, as much as I like the movie Split. You know, kind of like mm-hmm. people who have split personality disorder are automatically murderers. You know, type of vibes. So I feel like you got to kind of play a nice. But if they pull it off, which if I they think pull they it can, off, it'll work well. Yeah. Um, but it is part of that character story too. Mm-hmm. I and so to answer the question directly, I'm very excited because. We were kind of talking about this when we were just talking about it, it, Eternals. It's neat to see Marvel now really spreading out and then taking the time and and giving these characters, you know, a real, not not just a, a cameo appearance, but, you know, yeah. their, their own full show. And then having time to develop because it's a Disney Plus show. And, uh, and I think that it's great. And I think that Disney and Marvel have struck the balance between uh, the um, storytelling and bringing more representation and having, uh, you know, and, and having the characters evolve and have challenges to, you know, like Hawkeye going deaf, uh, you know, that's, that's new, that's different. And then um, it definitely, I can't wait for Echo. I'm that, that's that's always been a, a really great character, and I wish they would have shown a little bit of it. But uh, that series is going to be great. You know, I, it was uh, something funny that I, I mentioned to Lindsay last week when I was telling her about uh, the Eternals, and and this is not really spoiling anything for Frank. Um, but you know, Makari is is a is a, a deaf character in the in the movie. Uh, she speaks uh, a type of sign language. I'm not. I don't believe it was ASL. Um, I believe it was just Eternals sign language. ESL. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, But when I described her to Lindsay, I like I and I never used this term, but I referred to her as differently abled. 
Uh, normally, I'm I'm fine with just saying somebody's disabled because usually that that means you know like there's something they can't do that possibly is making it something harder for them you know like uh like mm -hmm. to experience. But the funny thing about her, her character in that movie is I I did I felt it was wrong to call her that because one she had no problem communicating with any of the people that mattered to her. Uh, because they all took the time to learn, uh, you know, how to communicate with her. And two, she was never put in a situation in that movie where her deafness hindered her uh, from anything. And and that's, you know, like, that's like, I like the movie Eyes, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Eyes Wide uh, Shut? Not, yeah, I was going to say Eyes Wide Shut, but that's not what I meant to say. I like that movie too. You're right. You're right to like. I, I, to meant, I meant to say... Uh, What's the horror movie? With the Jonathan? silent one. The, the quiet Beast place. Quiet, quiet place. Oh, silent quiet hill. Quiet place. I like the quiet place. A quiet place, but I really don't like the gimmick that they leaned on at the end of the movie, where like mm -hmm. the only reason they can win oh, is yeah, because yeah. they like take her her hearing aid and like reverse engineer it to like explode aliens' heads. I'm like, uh, okay, I fine. Mean, it's the disability <laughs> that wins, because you know, like it's. It's a little much. It's a little. It's a little too far. Like I just. I like the. I like seeing characters just be who they are and not be defined by that. That quality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that was a really cool thing about it. And and I think it's going to be a cool thing for Hawkeye too because we know Hawkeye. You know, we we've known him for years. You know, like I mean, he was at my Thanksgiving a few years ago. Like it's it's. Um, no, but you know what I mean. Like he's you a character the transition. we're familiar with. Yeah. yeah. So like it's going to be a weird cool ease into that situation where we're, we're now going to feel for him because like you know that there is that there is something to say about somebody who goes deaf later in life versus born with it it they experience that disability in a different way you know so mm -hmm. it's it's a cool thing to have that representation uh can somebody help me answer this question though because i'm not sure who she's talking about the actress is also uh, deaf and has a prosthetic leg who is she referring to a local cox or are we talking about her. Echo? Yeah. Well, oh, she does. I think she is. is. She. I'm pretty sure, right? I don't know, but that's cool. I'm... That would be interesting because she's so physical. Is that Echo character? Show... Can you do like an your... Echo show without I don't like your tone? I don't like your tone, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Um, can you do an Echo show without Daredevil? I'm fairly certain they're not I, yeah. I, from the rumors i've heard is daredevil is in that show <laughs> so uh i'll answer your question no no yeah. <laughs> no definitive no yeah um no collect ducks on it uh, the representation i mean you're going you're getting with the majority of the superheroes that are getting shows are all uh people of color all right so so, so. uh lindsay is also adding she's also indigenous you know what that was a bridge too far lindsay that was that's too many check boxes now, now. it's pandering now now, it's now, pandering. now i'm just i don't know how they can take a character named maya rudolph and and, and stick her in that no, box that's, that's the SNL i know person. you mean maya lopez <laughs> maya lopez wow Clark. <laughs> totally messed that one up yeah she she's the hormonist <laughs> uh, no, i got the maya right but no i believe i believe she is indigenous in the comics too yeah so it's cool yeah, yeah. cool um sorry uh what, what were you adding to that ricky i, I got lost oh, no, i, I got lost saying, in Maya you know, rudolph most of the new characters are people of color and that's cool 
of that yeah. are getting shows. So yeah, nice little yes. mix. Last uh, but not least, while we're on the Spider-Man fix, don't worry, I'm still sure week. white people will be represented. Yes, yeah. white people will <laughs> find I'm, I'm their way in those shows somehow. <laughs> you heard uh, it, here, we gotta... folks. No reason to be worried. <laughs> Speaking of a white person, we got our first look at Spider-Man in Marvel's Avengers. Oh, my goodness. Um, the news came out that his DLC is coming, and we finally got our uh, first look at him. And that looks like a Spider-Man. Yeah, that reveal was yeah. definitely definitely not lackluster. And I was definitely <laughs> very excited for it. I was level 10 excited, I guess. Um, thank you, Marvel, for that money that you sent me. That reveal was stupid. I hate it. Like I was so mad at it. I was just like, "Get this out of my face." Was that the voice of the 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 PS4 Spider-Man? No, that was not Yuri Lowenthal. It was not. That was not that guy. That guy sucked. Uh, Whoever he was, I don't want to hear more of him. Like, give me a paid DLC where I can change his voice to Yuri Lowenthal and his costume. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just there's nothing about Spider-Man. It's a Spider-Man. Yeah, look out. Don't feel sympathy for it. This Spider-Man I mean, was owed to us a year ago. Like, a year ago, man. <laughs> a year. Well, and like, Budget and Spider-Man like this, is coming later this month. Yeah, he's budget Spider-Man for sure. He's like uh, too little too late. Dollar Store Spider-Man? Dollar Store it's, Spider-Man. It's a free, free DLC, I mean, for what it's worth. Yeah. If you want the good Spider-Man skin, that's what you're going to have to I think, I think for what it's worth is exactly it. It's, it's worth free. Okay, I'll pay some. I'll take some free. Yeah. That that being said, you definitely want to play the 2018 PlayStation Spider-Man and the Miles Morales. Those yeah. are fantastic. Those are excellent games. Yes, yeah, and I think that's why seeing this version of it. Was that's why like it's so painful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, that's a Spider-Man game, and this is an Avengers game. They're. I mean, that game doesn't deserve fairness after this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why you're trying it's to. It's lost care. its fairness. You're, you're saying you're saying that something with the Avengers name should inherently be of a lower quality than something with the Spider-Man name. I wouldn't expect a Spider-Man in an Avengers Spider-Man game is not to the play main focus. as yeah. good as a Spider-Man in a Spider-Man game. Yeah. He okay. is the main focus when the development team spends a year making <laughs> him. <laughs> He's the main focus. But he's just a he's just, it's just a character. He doesn't get a story, right? Yeah, he gets a story. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. You get a it'll dumb be, Spider-Man story. It'll be like two hours of mediocre content, and then you go back to grinding. <laughs> but that's, back, that's, back, that's from Dave. Yeah. I stole that from Dave. Yeah. That's what it'll be. Well, that's the news. Take your shitty Spider-Man and, and, and leave. <laughs> oh, so I, I thought you had more news. Oh, yes. <laughs> Don't forget. Uh, only, uh, only for PlayStation. Only for PlayStation. Only. For play- <laughs> only. Uh, that's not the only news, but I like. I thought you were going to bring up more, but uh, we're not going to spoil. But like, uh, I don't. If for anybody who who has been living under a rock, um, uh, the uh, No Way Home had some really unfortunate things leak this week. Uh, yeah. That. Um, oh yeah. I have not read any of them. Is that oh, you is don't that, even have to read anything? You don't have to read. It's just pictures. Did you not? I have not seen any uh, of them. It's it's pictures, without, and they say way more than a thousand words. Without okay. spoiling, are you more or less excited, Dennis? I'm zero excited for that movie. 
Zero, I've said this for a while now. This movie has been like dissected, spoiled, and like speculated for the entire year. Like all everything that could surprise me about this movie has been put out there on the table. If that spoils without spoiling, um, it's all out there, man. It's 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 just yeah. everything. So like. I can't, I like, I will I see it on the first date? Yeah, because I just don't want to, like, I, you know, I want to just see it as intended rather than how it's been I shown mean, to me this we whole were, year. We were talking about it before the show, but, like, is that level of secrecy just a foregone thing at this point? Like, not no, in terms you think of it is. this particular I don't think movie, it is. but, like, in just movies in general of this scope, like, is there's no, no. way... Look at no, 25 like other, look at, yeah. look at, sorry, look at 23 other Marvel movies I that, that aren't called Spider-Man, that aren't called Spider-Man. Marvel, I have not been surprised by a Marvel movie. You did in. not know Spider-Man was going to die in Endgame, or sorry, Infinity War. You did yes. not. You did yes. not know that. I feel like I did. No, no, you didn't know that because I was with you and I told you that was my theory. I can That lie. was it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was there, and then Ricky had a shirt that says, I'm pretty confident Spider-Man will not die during this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm all like, that's really exact like, word. Literally, for, for me personally, I go out, I seek out spoilers. I'm, I'm that person. Yeah, yeah but, but like, I'm saying that Marvel proper has been better about keeping a lid uh, sealed on those. You, you, you can wink at that, but like you know what you've seen about the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I know what I've seen. Is there more? I've seen more stuff about this movie than I have others at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, it's it's this part of it's twenty twenty one, about to be twenty twenty two. Like you just can't keep that stuff a secret anymore. How much of Dune was spoiled for you? Mm, a lot came out a few months ago when those initial reviews came out. But I don't give a shit about Dune, so. <laughs> It doesn't matter if you don't give a crap about it. It's still like a huge blockbuster movie, and like I don't think that movie was spoiled for a lot of people in the same. I'm way sure those who seeked it out, it was. But <laughs> I'm saying, like, if if it's not hitting mainstream media, well, it's not. But the, the next, Spider-Man stuff has yeah, the next Marvel movie, you know, which is Doctor Strange, correct? yes oh uh, yeah yeah yep. the next is so technically you know we're all like oh that's in the next year but if it's still, a lot is it march or they oh okay well but then you know, but you know but you, you know, know the thing i don't they want that they want you to know yeah. that's the, that's the difference like it's a difference of whether or not they want you to know it versus you know the entire plot of that movie you think you know like that's the other thing i have a good grasp on that plot of that movie <laughs> You well, no, but you even do. going to like That's a, what I'm a Batman, saying. How can you know Batman that movie, you I mean, how can you know that you have a good idea of what's going to be in Spider-Man? It's still going to be a surprise. Because I literally it, I saw like... pictures. <laughs> That's the difference. Is what I'm saying. You can go read what somebody speculates versus looking at straight up pictures on mm. set. There's a huge difference. And we can argue about this again in a month. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll send All you right. Dr. Strange stuff if you want it. There's pictures. No. <laughs> Frank, any takes on spoilers? Um, you know, I, I used to be really against them. And I, I used to weaponize them at one point. But uh, yeah, nowadays, uh, it's not not so much. And, you know, to be fair, Dennis, though, you, you 
I think over over the years, I've told you my reasons why, and it's because other people have spoiled for me, so I had to get really dirty with my spoilers, and uh, there was a lot of collateral damage, and I I do apologize for that, but um, you know, I think, I think nowadays, like we're so old that we've seen. Well, with the exception of Ricky, um, three out of four of us are so old that we've seen all the movies, we know all the gimmicks. Like it's very <laughs> rare that we're going to get surprised when we go to a movie. Yeah, um, no, it's fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. uh, but uh, uh, by the way, uh, since you brought it up uh, last week when uh, the Eternals, when we were going to talk about it, you know, I was mentioning the Lindsay. Hey, we're we're not gonna. Don't worry, we're not gonna spoil it because Frank didn't see it yet. And she was like, "You should, you should spoil it for Frank." Damn. <laughs> One little <laughs> side so, hand about spoilers. I was gonna say, did well, I spoil something for her back in the day? It was that time where where you went and saw Avengers with us, and then the next day you you like you went to work, yeah. and you wrote on a on a giant whiteboard for everybody to see. You just wrote Thanos. Like that's that's their bad. They should <laughs> not. The, the parties involved should not have spoiled um, the game. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Remembering when Frank had a sign about Snake killing Dumbledore outside of the entrance to our office. Oh, yeah, that, man. that was that was just in jest. Oh, in jest. In jest. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that was just horsing around. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Actually, by yeah. that point, by that point, we were already on the seventh book, and the only reason I did that was just to f around. Like, if you're watching the movies past that point, you know the ending of that that book or that movie, right? Uh, no, he was that... spoiling. He was spoiling the book. Oh, okay. I was spoiling the book. Yeah, I was. I was okay. He was spoiling the book. The, the, the movies, the I don't movie. think were they were on like what four, two, three. I don't know you. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're a monster, not the gumdrop monster. <laughs> um. No, but that one was because, uh, like, I was talking about it with the twins. I was talking about Harry Potter with the twins, and then uh, I said something, and then Bill was all like, he hadn't read the sixth one yet. And then so I put that sign up in as a joke because I'd already the, – the damage was done. Well, they were on the seventh book. If you had if you didn't know by then, you weren't going to know. I would do something similar at my high school for video games. Um, so I knew that – like when a video game was about to come out, it would usually about a week and a half or two weeks before launch. You could go on YouTube and find like the entire cutscene spoilers because uh, oh, yeah. you know copies were getting out through like a GameStop backdoor, like rental companies. And I would watch all those videos and know all the stories, and then I would this go is, around school. This is how we lose fans right here. Spoiling. <laughs> Like I spoiled Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 for everybody, like those hot Call of Duty spoilers, like Halo Reach spoilers and shit. Like it was Halo Reach spoilers. I I am very very, I I'm interesting when it comes to spoilers. Like I can take them sometimes, like you know, it's my choice, like when I see them, but I preserve them from my wife as much as possible. Like I'll let her know that they exist, but I won't tell her what they are at all because I enjoy watching somebody have fresh eyes when they see a movie, you know? And so, uh, cause I wish I could have that sometimes, but it mm-hmm. is hard now that I interact with Ricky every week. Uh, Don't put it all on me. Like uh, I'm, I'm the reason uh, you I'm... literally post them all the time in the you, spoiler you, channel you, you in our are chat. you are the reason though like you are the <laughs> you're the, the channel, reason for the spoil, spoiler spoiler channel the spoiler channel that we were using to discuss eternals and then all of a sudden here's pictures 
to be fair, everyone has a different, ah, different, uh, different definition fair. of what a spoiler is. If it's no, we, no trailer, we are not getting no, into that discussion. If it's appeared again. in a trailer, no, we have, we have had that that discussion so, so many times. No, but no. I would say, like, I I, I agree uh, that that we don't get surprised very much anymore. The last time that I can remember being like jaw dropping surprise was watching WandaVision uh, when Evan Peters showed up as Quicksilver. And I actually went, ah! I actually made a sound, which I can't even remember the last time I made a sound watch. I was thinking I was with somebody, so it wasn't as embarrassing. Um, yeah. But that was that was a surprise and I, that felt so good. I'm like, wow, I was not expecting that. Yeah. It was cool, but I'm gonna I'm gonna move us along here because I'm I'm getting enraged yes. at Ricky. Okay, and yeah. we're gonna click this button. <laughs> it's wow. time for our new official segment, which we're technically uh, also ripping off of other things. We're calling it Contest of Champions, and it's where we play games of trip of a trivia nature every week, and they're also superhero type. Um, this time, Frank has prepared something for us. And I don't know if Frank... Oh, yeah, it's called the Untitled Frank Game. <laughs> the Untitled Frank Game, guys. Welcome yes. to the Untitled Frank Game. Untitled, so, uncensored. Untitled, uncensored, and live. So what I'm going to do is you guys get a choice between... Um, e each person goes. We're not going to just do some crazy shouting out kind of thing. Um, each person, or I'm going to play a song. No, hold on. Let me start from the beginning. Okay. One person's going to have a turn, and mm -hmm. I'm going to play a song for them. Their choice of MCU, uh, General Marvel, DC, or other comic book. And uh, it's going to be a piano version of that song. So it's not going to be the exact same song that you would hear. And it could be from the score, or it could be from a, from a hit song that was featured on the soundtrack. And do uh, we just have to guess the movie or the the, the, the title or whatever? And you have to guess the movie, and I'll give you one. Uh, you'll you'll get one point for uh, MCU because that's probably something that we're all going to get because it's pretty stuck in our head. You'll get is it movie points. or property? Property, go, property. Because okay. I will I will use TV shows or uh, animated series. Um, yeah. You'll get one point for regular Marvel, or I'm sorry, one point for MCU, two points for Marvel, three for DC and four for the others, because the others are a little harder. And the audience is welcome to participate and help us, too. Yeah, okay. the audience is welcome to participate. I'm suddenly very nervous. All right, so uh, should, we should let Clark go first, then, right? Yep, Clark, yeah. you yeah. may go first. What do you, do you want? DC, huh? Ooh, get that right. trash out of here. Let's, uh, let's start you off with the DC. Oh, I got to share. We didn't talk about Stan Lee, just to have some DC on here. This is so going to be one of the shows that I don't watch. Yeah. Let me... Uh... All right. Stargirl. I'm going to do a test real quick before we start, Clark. Okay. You guys hear that okay? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You can you can have it like this, Ricky, so that... That's, that's right. not DC. No, no, it's not. <laughs> All right. Clark, you are up. And here's your song. Uh, I'm going to play 20 seconds of it. Uh, or unless you guess it before. All right. This is a... Uh... 
Can we help hey. work out? No. Oh, okay. We can we can listen I'll, to it. I'll let you steal. I'll let you steal if if Clark can't get it. I'll let Ricky steal because I think I know it too. But I'm gonna let Ricky if 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 Clark can't get this it. This is this is Man of Steel, isn't it? Damn! Why are you stealing from Clark? Right? You could you could steal if Clark can't get it. I, oh, oh, Clark has to have a chance. Yeah. Okay. I thought he. I thought he did have a chance. Go, Clark. Then I will guess Man of Steel. Oh no! There we go. Mm. All right, Clark. What do you think? Uh, that was surprisingly hard on piano. Uh, yeah, I I miscued it, and that's kind of my fault. So that's why I gave you a couple. I gave you twenty more seconds. Okay. I'll give you those 20 seconds again. So I was a little, got, got a little mix up there. Yeah, is it Arrow? That is not Arrow. Not no. Arrow. All okay. right, uh, who's next? Uh, so they could steal it. Uh, I guess I'll go alphabetically. No, wait. No, I, I I mean, I got my man to steal, but I don't think that's man to steal anymore. All right. Dennis, can you steal? No, I don't know what that is. No? Oh, that's uh here. Let me let me go back. My name is Barry Allen and I'm the fastest man alive. Oh, it's the Flash? Oh yeah. god. Okay. Oh, right. okay. It's not it's not sharing through the through the window. It, it's I think it's coming through or is it? Or is it just it's like through. Is it? Is okay. it coming through for everyone? Yeah, it's just kind of much. It's, yeah, it's, oh, Dave, got, right, it. I, I hear Dave it got it. Dave got it. Dave did get it. Good mm -hmm. job, Dave. He wow. got it. The Flash. Right. All right. Three yeah. points for Dave. I'm gonna. I'll, uh, put, I'm gonna that, that show, is that show canceled? No. No. Why? No. I'll, no. They, they canceled Arrow. They ended Arrow. Okay. Same thing. He got it. Right. He got a finale. He got an Dave, actual ending. Dave has three points right now. <laughs> um, all right, all right, who's next? Dennis or Ricky? Ricky, you go. Ricky, go. go. Uh, MCU, um, Marvel, DC, or other? MCU, because I want to look smart. All right. See, it, it, he says it's a bit quiet for us, so if you can turn it up at all, Frank. Yeah, yeah, I can turn it up. Uh... All right, here you, you go, you're, Ricky. You're doing, here you're go. doing Marvel? MCU. Yeah, he's doing Marvel. MCU or Marvel? M Wait, MCU, MCU or Marvel? MCU. He said MCU. Uh, MCU. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully this isn't too loud. Oh, I know that one. Steel. Oh, it's Captain America. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. yeah. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Weird. it's weird on the piano. Yeah. The piano makes it a little it, funky. It, but, you know, of course, I knew that one in like three notes. I should have gone <laughs> to see you. It's weird. Yeah, but that's, but that's one of my favorite themes. <laughs> oh, it's a great theme. I love so All right. I'll do yeah. other comic book. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You got a brave, brave. I wanted to be there. ambitious with the, with the DC. This is good. All right, Dennis, you ready? Vampirilla. Do it. Do it. Is it the mask? Yeah, nice. 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 I don't 
think I've ever seen that movie through and through. Oh oh. That's going to be the next one on the, the watch list. I feel. Dave, that's a good one. Is, Dave approves is that, volume. That's what put uh, okay, Cameron Diaz on the map, right? That movie? Yep. Absolutely. I think, yeah, it was introducing. That right? was her first her first movie. Okay. All right. Uh, do we want to do another round, or do we want to keep going? Up to you guys. All right, we're moving on. Moving one, on one more round. One more round. All one right, Clark, round. You, get a, you get a redemption. All right. All right, give me MCU. MCU? Yep. All right. Now I won't get this one. Let's see. Oh, come on. I know it. I know it. No, Clark? Is this right. Doctor Strange? No. No. It's, it's uh, Loki. Yeah, Dennis got it. Yep. Dennis, you get Rick, the one no, one uh, Rick, Ricky had it too. He had the Loki figure in the on the screen. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I'm giving it to Ricky then. He both get it. That was one of my favorite themes from the from the year. Yeah, Make it fair. I'll split up the points so you guys get each point five. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Ricky, you're up. Um well let's do DC then. I'll mix it DC? up. Again. Yeah. All right. I like Sam's theme. That's probably my favorite Disney Plus theme. Batman. No, no. <laughs> this is this is Man of Steel. No. The patience on this kid. I have no idea. Like a birthday song? Dennis, can you steal? Give you 10 more seconds. It's like... Oh. Doom Patrol? It's no. not. It's no. not Doom Patrol. No. It's not Doom Patrol. Um, oh, that hurts my ears. Oh, it's um, Suicide Squad. Nice. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Oh, it is Suicide Squad. Yep. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. Nice nice go, Ricky. Ricky, you're up to three, 4.5. 4.5 in your score. <laughs> Dennis What's is 5.5. 5. 5. Clark is at a zero. Dave's I'm at, at zero. zero. Yep. Okay, now I'll take I'll take a Marvel one. Marvel? That song, yeah. though, is a real song, right? I'm sorry, not It's, it's uh, a ratism, cover of a song. Ratism. Okay. No, it, it was composed for, for that. For that movie? Okay. Yeah. A real song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder a real song. It's like when Ricky <laughs> reads a comic book and asks if that's a real character. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. Daredevil. Oh, yep. Yeah, Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dang. Nice. I didn't think I think the shows are easier. Oh, right? You're gonna have to count that as MCU. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not yet. Spoilers. Not yet, I don't. Um it's fine. Uh, I mean, it's still on the Wikipedia considered MCU. Is it really? Yeah. It's funny. It's still, it's not, still not yet. It ain't not till Spider Man comes out. Well, that was fun. Uh, or Echo, or Hawkeye, or Hawkeye. Yeah. Some of the, uh, I had I had some other ones that I was gonna play, and I'm just gonna play them now just because they were. I I just knew you guys were gonna. Suck. I literally, I literally was humming that music yesterday. I know, I know, and I figured you guys were gonna get that. Uh, so yeah, I was, I was just, it got, 
uh, Daredevil just got stuck in my head. Um, so that's funny. Just, I, I get that I one in my head a lot. The third actually. season. Shame on you. Should we should we move on? I think we should probably do the spotlight now. Okay, let's do it. Thank you, thank you, Frank, for that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good job. All right, we're running we're running a little behind on this, but uh, it is it is time that we put a spotlight on what I'd like to call the not so amazing Spider Man. <laughs> uh, uh, we we had to do it. We did the Toby movies this year. Uh, we actually did two of them last week, and Clark was here when we did Spider Man Spider-Man three, three. Early, yep. earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we just figured, you know, if uh, you know, assuming all the rumors are true. There's a good chance that, you know, they're going to get some. Well, it's not even rumors. Jamie Foxx confirmed that he's in this movie in, in No Way Home. Just Jamie Foxx. He, Fox he, is he confirmed. He, well, no, I'm <laughs> saying a lot of other people have, but uh, Jamie Foxx was the first to confirm it many, like over a year ago. And so Al Molina might be in it too. I don't know. I don't well, know. I'm saying from these movies, from these movies, oh, I from, the, from the Andrew Garfield movies. So um, we decided it was probably a good bet to just like Felicity Jones good, is totally going to show up as yeah. Black Cat. did confirm that the lizard's coming back too. Okay. Oh really? It, it was spoiler. Okay, let me finish talking here for a second. Let, let him talk. Let the man talk. So we decided to do a revisit of the Amazing Spider-Man movies with uh, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone and uh, directed by Mark Webb um, and. I know this is not necessarily fresh on everybody's minds. So I want to give you a recap of uh, that was actually written by Columbia Pictures. I'm only going to give you the recap for the first movie, but I want you to listen to it and tell me if you hear something wrong with it. So here we go. Peter Parker is an outcast high schooler who was abandoned by his parents as a boy, leaving him to be raised by his uncle Ben and Aunt May. Like most teenagers, Peter is trying to figure out who he is and how he got to be the person he is today. Peter is also finding his way with his first high school crush, Gwen Stacy, and together they struggle with love, commitment, and secrets. As Peter discovers a mysterious briefcase that belonged to his father, he begins a quest to understand his parents' disappearance, leading him directly to Oscorp and the lab of Dr. Kurt Connors, his father's former partner. As Spider-Man is set on a collision course with Doctor with Connor's alter ego, the Lizard, Peter will make life-altering choices to use his powers and shape his destiny to become a hero. That was actually from Columbia Pictures. Did you guys notice something wrong with that? No. The abandoned by the parents. No. Frank, you got uh, you get a guess. You get a guess. I get one guess. Uh, was it the Daredevil theme song from uh, that <laughs> summary? Actually, never said that Peter Parker is Spider Man, which yeah. is the most bare minimum thing to mention in your summary. Okay, of, uh, no, what do you mean? The... Okay, well, no, Joe, he's gonna be you know, he's Spider Man. Well, to be fair, I didn't think he was very Spider Man like in that <laughs> movie. Uh, I don't uh, think he became Spider Man until part two, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Ricky, these summaries are written for people who don't know what's going on to read the back of the box and decide if they want to see okay. this movie. I, I see a picture of the box with a Spider-Man on it. I Yeah, because no. the movie's called Spider-Man, but it does not say like Ricky, if you can't understand that this is just a simple grammatical thing, 
Like that, like I read you the summary last week where it was very clear based on Marvel Comics Spider-Man, Peter Parker is bitten by a radioactive spider and becomes the superhero web slinging, blah, blah, blah. Like that's that's the bare minimum. And so what I'm saying is I think it's indicative of this movie or these this franchise is that they chose to gloss over the thing that probably matters most to the character and instead fluff it up with a, a, a story about a briefcase and his parents' secret past. Like, do you because know? Because you had like, to. You had to be different. Well, <laughs> I, okay. I want to address both of those because something I'm I, 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 at, at, at the beginning, okay. Is, is also why we have these. And I think you have to discuss the deal yeah. that Sony has with yeah. Marvel. So Sony is contractually obligated to put out a Spider-Man universe movie every so many years, otherwise they lose the license. Yeah. So the question immediately was, why are you rebooting already? And then same thing when Tom Holland came out, there was a question, why are you rebooting the third time? They're gonna keep rebooting as much as they need because they don't want to lose the characters so mm -hmm. these two were rushed and, you know and and in their desire and we're gonna i know get into that in the discussion of two to build their own universe because this is after iron man so this, this is, is the avengers this is after yeah uh, by the way feel free feel free we don't have to wait for do one movie and then the that's, other that's so true we yeah, can, we put can them together. Do, just do both it's fine yeah like, we can talk about the we're doing both bonds. oh man yeah, yeah they're both they're they're this both movie they're, is they're, they're two a movies. month or two months after avengers right uh it's a couple months after avengers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so the, well the, the first movie is the yeah. first and one then, and then yeah, the second one, one is 2014 yeah, which yeah. is when they had really seen how popular Avengers was. And that's when they really knew, oh, we need to build our own universe ourselves. Mm. You know, the idea. So, uh, and I think that goes to Dennis's point, how they just kind of gloss, oh, people already know, you know, they go over stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if we want to get the positives out quick and then just have fun trashing stuff or, uh, you know. Trash uh, stuff until we get tired, I, and then go I to think. Sleep. But I think uh, since you're the guest, I think you should tell us what you want to talk about first about this one. I do yeah. have questions I can ask if you need help, uh, okay. like you know, for the for the example, for example, like you. I mean, you kind of answered what you know the why this movie exists, mm -hmm. but like I'm kind of curious. I asked this question last week. Uh, what What did this movie mean to you in 2012? And, does, uh, and has and has mm -hmm. that changed now? You know. Okay, good question. Andrew Garfield is the Timothy Dalton of Spider-Man. <laughs> nice. It's <laughs> pretty good. So okay, he, okay. It's pretty you know, good. It's pretty he good. didn't finish off his franchise. He's there, and yet there are parts about the movies that I, I do like, and but there's potential. That wasn't there. The first one I definitely like better than the second. Uh, mm -hmm. The first one, uh, I Agree. watching rewatching the action scenes, uh, that was exciting. I mean, they got they got really good with the lizard and Spider Man fighting in the school, and and really showing Spider Man acting like Spider Man, jumping up around the ceiling, going around, you know, crawling around him, uh, and that that's but that's just better special effects and motion capture and stuff. But it, you know, it was it was really cool, but you had Thrasher, Skater, Peter Parker, 
you know, that we had to get past. Uh, Jock Peter Parker. Yeah, Jock Peter Parker. And Andrew Garfield, he's not a bad-looking guy. He, he had so, just come off the social network, mind you. This, this is also like, you know, also like the she's all that of Spider-Man, you that's, know. That's something it's, I, want, it's, I wanted to bring up, too, but I'll wait till you finish your point. Yeah, you know, um, but also... I, and I know this is a little different, but I, I love Emma Stone and I love Emma Stone's Gwen better than uh, Mary Jane from the first three. However, it's like by choosing Gwen, knowing exactly where they're going to go, I'm like, okay, this is great. It's really nice and romantic, but she's going to die. <laughs> and, you know, that's spoilers for anybody who reads, reads the comics. You know, we know this this isn't going anywhere. I didn't I didn't put spoiler warnings on this week or last week's episode because it's like, come on. Oh, come on. This is. Yeah. But the death of Gwen Stacy, you know, is a major Mm. point in Spider-Man's life. Uh, And so when they when they went back before Mary Jane, you know, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Lindsay is quite the hater of, of Kristen Dunst, just so you know. So, okay. Um, well, you know, I'm I'm with you, Lindsay. But yeah, Emma Stone's fantastic in these. I, I really enjoy she's one of my favorite parts, you know, of it. But Andrew Garfield, there are times where I like him, there's other times times that, that I don't, but I didn't like the the skater jock yeah aspect. But I liked I really liked seeing Flash them showing Flash kind of change as he sort of does to like, okay, I was a jerk, now I'm a Spider Man fan. I yeah, like that aspect. We actually had this kind of conversation the awkward. other day at, with uh, Frank mm-hmm. and Ricky, and and uh, it was awkward because like yeah, Ricky uh, was accusing what he was accusing this Flash of get, getting canceled for what well, he does, and I was like, they would all get canceled. All say, flashes. R- Ricky is a big <laughs> Flash apologist that we yeah yeah. <laughs> and, and I stand with Flash, weird, and then he made it weird because he started defending the Flash from from uh, Homecoming, and I was like, we Frank and I were both like, no. No. The point of Flash is you don't defend Flash Thompson ever in any no. version, uh, but they're all worthy of getting canceled. But Clark, to Clark's point, I felt like the Flash in The Amazing Spider-Man actually had the biggest character arc of all yes. the Flashes. Absolutely. Uh, to the point where he actually was kind of nice by the end of the movie. I thought that was cool. I, I appreciated yeah. that. I, agree. I, one thing, I totally one thing agree. I, I wanted to bring up in Clark's point was that like, I don't understand what people were thinking in that school where they're like, oh, there's a there's that hot Peter Parker. F that nerd, stupid nerd. I hate that hot Peter Parker. And then that one guy that was totally uninvolved with that fight just kicks Peter's camera out of the way. And I'm all like, yeah, what a jerk. He's a, he's a worse villain than the than as, Flash. As a hot nerd, I can totally relate to that Peter you can Parker. agree with that? All right. I have no problem with it. I can understand how hard it must have been for you three. I think- but... Um, <laughs> I get it. it. Immediately, get it. one thing that I did like uh, was that his eyes are brown. Um, I, I always that's the one that's the one dig one of the main digs that I had against Toby initially was that his eyes were blue and I hated that. I always I couldn't come to body terms with that for several Toby. years. <laughs> I know, yeah, I was body shaming the blue eyes. How dare he? How dare he? They have contact lenses to hide that that imperfection in eye color. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll say this there these are good spider-man peter parker movies where these movies fail and like ultimately lose out is when they start adding all the auxiliary shit that comes with spider-man you know 
they really were trying to force that a little bit into one, and then two just goes off the rails with all the other <laughs> Spider-Man isms. You know, so without without really establishing or you know getting your footing for the Spider-Man. Like if that if the second movie was just about the death of Gwen Stacy, uh, death of Gwen Stacy, that movie would have been a great movie. Because then from there you can do all these other crazy Spider-Man shit. But you have you have the base Spider-Man to work with. You know, they were trying to build too much out of all these movies, and that's where you yeah. know, just collapse like a deck of house of cards. Well, I mean, the, the second, the, the first movie has like, uh, it has the lizard and then it has this other plot point with, you know, Peter trying to find out more what his dad was up to. Right. I mean, Norman's and, and also involved. Boy, no, Norman's not. Norman's not. Only, only, only named. Norman's yeah. named, but he's Norman's not. not, in, Nor- not in. Norman's like the overarching thing. That's the reason why the lizard is rushing these trials. Well, yeah, yeah. we don't know that. We don't know that don't, yet. That's we, not that's not we, something you learn until the second. We just know. The no, lizard. no, you learn that in the first one. You the, first they, one. the guy well, says it, it, Norman's at the, dying at, at the end, yeah. right? At the that's, end? No, it's, it's in it's, it's in, in the, the middle. middle. No, it's in, it's uh, in the okay. middle. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But but, but the point I, is, like, it's, you, it's you don't really know what his real real motives are, right? And we we do know it's his office building, but we don't know why he's there. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. The first he's trying to do. Yeah, and we don't know that him and Harry are apparently best friends forever yeah no, no that they, came out of nowhere they're, they're bffs hugging and stuff and like talking mm-hmm. shit yeah and all like wow okay. so you know what i asked Lindsay about this one because like you know she, uh, i had the benefit of watching this with her this week it was her first viewing ever, ever. uh and i and i think frank Both it was your wife your your wife's no no she's seen the first one she's seen the but first the, one. Se- the second one she'd never seen it okay. and so th- it was funny because she didn't watch the first one with me this week but she watched it with me back in 2012 mm-hmm. um and then uh it was really funny because when we were watching the second one and all these, like, as Ricky put all these auxiliary characters start showing up, um, she started asking me, she's like, did we meet these characters before? And I'm like, no, we met none of these characters before. Like, like we never met Norman. We never met uh, Harry. We never met Felicia. We never met Max. We never met uh, yeah, BJ Dr. Karf- Dr. Kafka. Yeah, we never met Alistair Smythe. Oh, Alistair Smythe, yeah. Uh, right. We never met ninety um, percent uh, of the characters in that movie. Uh, we Felicia never met Hardy. I said, I said, said Felicia. Felicia. Oh, sorry, Felicia. Yeah, but that's that's one thing uh, I do like that they didn't kind of retread over itself. Like the only retread is, is Kurt Con- Curtis Connors. Mm-hmm. I think that's the and only... and they re-show us the scene of of uh, Peter's parents' office being. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, no, I was just talking about. Um, like the, the the side characters, like we didn't double up oh. on like Jay Jonah, or we didn't double. Oh, up Oh, gotcha. On... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. they're all new. Yeah, the Rhino. But but uh, but the then the, but that well, many Shailene new characters Woodley was in that movie. Yeah, she was a, she was cast as MJ. Yeah, and also yeah. they were gonna do Big Wheel. Yeah. Like Big Wheel was gonna be a villain in that. And I'm <laughs> like, wow, you're really gonna show? Okay, shove shove it all in there. Yeah, like, whatever. I'm sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Dennis. What were you were making a point? But um, what I was gonna point out like is uh, something I noticed while I was watching these and last week is we can hate on them all we want, you know, like for the Toby ones and, and, and the amazing Spider-Man. But you know, what's really weird is there is a common bond. Uh, Kevin Feige was executive producer on four out of five of these movies. Mm-hmm. He was, he was there on all the Tobys and he was there on amazing Spider-Man. And for whatever reason on amazing Spider-Man two. 
he dipped out or he just or he just couldn't be oh, but i read he gave them notes actually though. he gave them, yeah yeah he gave he told them to cut out like the weird, and amy uh, pascal threw a sandwich at him i'm actually reading yeah. the book that that's in right now i bought the book it's really really good the making of the marvel universe right or the making of mcu mcu yeah, yeah. He actually told them to cut out the scene where he um, is going through his costumes and he's all like, Captain Kill. And it's all, he's all like, uh, Shocky guy. And then, you know, it does that, that whole crazy apartment scene. Like he told him to cut that out to make it tighter. He's all like, pick two or three plot threads that you like and stick with them. And then they, they're, they, for whatever reason, they're all like, Nah, let's go with 200 plot points and uh, yeah, just uh, where were some these movies in, in relation to the Sony hack? I think they it was were, Sony happened this, after this, they, they were before, right. yeah, they were before, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Um, something that's interesting on re watching this that I had read is how Sally Field hated playing Aunt May, yeah. Did you see that with uh, yeah. uh the Howard Stern interview? Is that mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and and watching them now, I understand more because aunt may is very Funny. just damsel in distress especially in the first one i don't she's know, just I don't kind know of damsel in distress but she's well, a very I, wasted character yes uh and then like even in even and then the second i'm like but wait a minute doesn't if i remember correctly in the second doesn't she have a more active role? i'm like no like a lot of it is it's really like she's where, trying to where do i put job. this thing during the the outage yeah. i don't yes do, do yeah, I put the battery here video? for you guys? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and so you know, I'm like, oh yeah, again, that is a waste, a waste of a character, and and also yeah. lack of respect uh, because she doesn't get. She 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 makes the point. She's like, hey, I'm the last one raising you, you know. I'm trying my best, and and Peter's disrespecting. I'm like, again, that that yeah. that's another chuck for Ricky's cancel Peter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good cancel oh, Peter they, chart. They, they, yeah, we we're, were talking yeah, I, about, how, about how shitty this Peter is. In this movie. Yeah, we're, we're canceling well, him for every every second. But um, okay, I like well, Aunt, that, May, Aunt May and the Untold Tales of the Washer Machine. Like that whole scene <laughs> should have been just cut cut out. Like it yeah. felt like it had been on for like 20 minutes. Yeah, like I had yeah. gotten up and gotten a snack and sat back down and they were still arguing about the washer machine. So I, I, I got to ask this one because like I know my opinion definitely changed this week versus the, the when I first watched these movies. But uh, how did this hold up through the lens of 2021? And you guys are going to, you were about to touch on that. Like what, who, who gets canceled? Can, cancel and stuff Peter? Like yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. I mean, we were, I, I we were I joking. Don't, that, I don't think the first okay. one holds up as well. I think the second one holds mm -hmm. up a little bit better. And maybe because it's 2014, but he's still a horny monster. Like I'm not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not, Peter I'm not going to lie, Clark. I, I definitely agree that the second one has grown significantly in my estimation of it. Mm. Like I actually did not mind it this time. Like, yeah. which I hated this movie actively. I oh, I never, oh, yeah. I never, I never watched the second one again since I saw it in the theaters yeah. for free. Uh, I've never watched <laughs> it again. I, I, I was, the, I was the same way, except the opposite. Like uh, the first one I hadn't seen since I had watched it in the theaters and I hated it. And every time I passed by it at, at like Best Buy or something, I would turn the the cover backwards. <laughs> e each and every cover on the on the standee, I would turn it backwards. But I enjoyed the second one, and now this time around, I like the first one a little more and the second one a little less. So it's it's kind of evened out. Yeah, for me, it's the reverse. I like the first one a little less, and I like the second one 
about a million times more. And than Ian, I was just time. about to get into that. Uh, uh, even even with all the Jamie Foxx, and I think that's Jamie the Fox is I th- fine in that movie. Yeah, no. I think that's I think that's the thing right that's there, not his Ricky. Fault. No, I'm not. I'm not. I actually don't disagree with Ricky on this. Um, Jamie Foxx is slightly annoying at the beginning, uh, but in reality, like he's not in a lot of the movie. He's really not, um, mm-hmm. and and he's serviceable as a side villain. You know what I mean? He's not the main villain of the story. Mm-hmm. He gets a, he gets some moments. Uh, and is his tooth gap stupid? Yeah, it is. But like, honestly, is his character really any different than Kristen Wiggs in, in wonder woman 84? Like it's not that no. it's yeah. not that different of a character. And, well, and I, I, if anything, obviously I think Kristen Wiig played it better, but I just don't think what's on the, what's on the, what was left on, you know, in the film is very representative of, of a bad Jamie Foxx performance. It's just, it's just kind of mediocre. You know, uh, no, by, I, by I, that I, point, we'd already had more besides Kristen Wiig. We've already had Jim Carrey yeah. as Edward Nigma. We've already had yeah. um, Pamela Isley as a freaking poison Ivy and the Joel Schumacher Batman. So mm-hmm. that, that archetype is already archetype has already mm-hmm. been done. And that's why I don't blame Jamie Fox at all. Fox at all. I blame the writers. I blame Akiva Goldsmith. Uh, and because having, I mean, yeah, Maxwell Dillon. I thought it's Alex Kurtzman and Ro- is it Roberto, Alex Kurtzman or oh, Alberto okay. Orsi, the guy they who brought you the Star it. Trek yes. reboots and the Transformers. You movies. you yes. let Clark blame whoever he wants. Yeah, yeah. If he wants to blame, I blame Alan Silvestri for that. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, uh, but like even that very first scene where he's walking with all the the blueprints, mm-hmm. and I'm like, really, you don't know how to roll multiple blueprints into one blueprint you yeah. gotta walk with all of them so you can't see excuse me blueprints coming through don't blueprint shame this guy i yeah, will blueprint are. shame because that was dumb and i never liked like that that but part it, but is it really a character fault like that he that he dropped blueprints i mean i don't know like it's a character I, fault that he didn't roll them all up in one and put them in a cardboard <laughs> With the little yes. topper thing, shaming him because he couldn't afford yeah, a poster too. I just like, feel like I feel like we can knit. We can knit. Pick Jamie okay. Fox all day. We could. No, 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 again, no. I, it's 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 the character, not Jamie Fox. I mean, he was he portrayed Sorry, that. I mean, Max no, Dillon. I mean, yes, Max Dillon. I mean, so it's the uh, it's that it is that archetype of the pathetic. It goes from the pathetic to having power, and then resenting mm-hmm. the people that he feels uh, look down on him when he was pathetic. And and that's why I really like the examples that you just gave, because that's true. It's, it is absolutely a villain archetype that, that's, that's been through so many movies. Uh, and, and so, yeah, watching it this time, I was trying to look and I liked him better when he, when he became Electro, uh, which was there, but it was, it was, I mean, the original and the original origin is he's an electric line worker who's working the lines mm-hmm. when he gets struck by lightning and is mutated. Is that that bit different yeah. from being falling into a pit of eels? You know, oh, it's all ridiculous. It's all yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. What, what was his origin in uh, Ultimate? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But, I know but it's had, kind of like the, 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 the thing is part. going from a criminal to getting superpowers to having somebody who was just kind of pathetic, but then making the wrong decisions to become a super but villain. And I think those are two different kind of characters. The, I really liked his little intro, like when they're in Times Square and he's 
freaking out. Yeah, I really like that bit. I love this. You know, I like yeah. his score. I forgot about yeah. that and like the voices yeah. in the head. And the Spider-Man in that situation is working with the police, you know, paying dividends from the trust he kind of earned with the city from the first movie. And it's ultimately the, the police who fuck up in that situation. And that kind of sp- spins Electro on his, on his evil path. But I, yeah. that whole interaction, I thought it was fine. Like that, that yeah. worked for me. That was all comic book stuff right there. I'm not going to lie. I like, I hated it when I saw it in 2014. Uh, that was probably one of my favorite scenes rewatching it this week. The Times um, Square one? The Times Square scene was mm-hmm. excellent because it got to show it like uh, a Spider Man that I love, which is a Spider Man that will try to resort to uh to to relating to somebody and talking them down before the fisticuffs, you know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like he recognized like he even had a genuine connection with this pan. You remembered him, you remembered yeah. him by name. You know what I mean? And that and, was and awesome. He told him that, and, that and, weird and, thing that he told him that he never told anybody else in any movie ever. Yeah. Like that was, that uh, was like super weird. That yeah, was a super I, weird thing to remember, I think. I agree with this statement, uh, Lindsay. I, I, I Like, it's, uh, you know, I did not like the implied narrative about mental illness. I hope Marvel does better with Moon Knight. Okay. So am I saying that Electro is amazing? No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm not faulting him or putting the burden of, like, this movie being bad on him anymore because i i think for his purpose in the movie he serves it fine yeah. you know what i mean he doesn't get like a full like arc weird. that's that's really I rewarding don't think I've ever agreed with dennis or dennis has ever agreed with me more on the show yeah this is disgusting <laughs> and i don't like it <laughs> who knew electro from amazing spider-man 2 would be the i kind of liked him i would I, I was i was like you know what if i can find a place know? in my heart for like i will defend batman forever to the grave i will never stop defending batman forever if i can be okay with batman forever why can't i be okay with this electro He's mm-hmm. camp. He's all the, he's all the camp. You know what so I mean? What was really funny about it is um, Sarah had seen the first one, but she hadn't seen the second one. And uh, we were watching it, and she didn't know anyone's name. She didn't know who they were going to be. And I'm all like, well, who do you think he's going to be? And she's all like, I don't know, uh, Dubstep Electro, Car- Carmen Electro. <laughs> like she was like making up weird names for him. Um, I think it was like one was like Power Wave or like – black lightning and like she was she was just coming up with all kinds of names for this guy and then same same with the rhino she was all like oh that's gonna be unicorn man or uh i don't know she came she came up with a bunch of weird ones but i, I thought that was really funny uh for someone who'd never seen it but um one of the things that that i actually wanted to bring up was the camera the the camera angles when uh web web swinging yeah like, i think i think the toby like the chest are, cam or the gold like the first gold person now I, I hate I, I call them the hardcore Henry cams based on that <laughs> movie. Um, so in the first one I hated that. I thought the first person ones were the the worst ones ever. I thought they um, were so awesome. I, I hated them, but I like this. I think the second ones really made up for him. I like the softcore Henry cams where you can see kind of his body and his his movements as he's mm-hmm. doing it, and then yeah. it, it like it spins around to actually show like well, his. Uh, his they, um like the, made, the, the poses from the comics they made like Lizzie yeah. nauseous in the second again one. the the intro from two is, is great oh it's the fall, him falling down yeah. and the logo appears in the back not, not again, so much the, the airplane costume, scene. Not, not so except much what the, always bugs me airplane. is what's he yeah. falling from I, you know when i played that game i, I fell all, from all manner of buildings. i know you know, 
Um, I, I had to make deals with the crane guild um, in order to <laughs> allow me to get up the cranes and then fall to my death. Yeah. I I think uh, that I, as much as the swinging is really cool in, in, in both of these movies, uh, I felt like it was more like the video games. I will say, like, and the action is cool. I got to say, though, like, it's kind of disappointing that the special effects didn't feel better than the Toby ones. You know what I mean? Like, and they didn't feel on par with other movies that we were getting at that time. So like the thing that really kills this movie, the, the first movie for me is the mm -hmm. lizard. Like yeah. I can't look at him. Oh, like, I, like, like he just looks bad. And, and to know that the Hulk was in theaters in the same year as that, is just yeah. really depressing. Do you just, think they, just... they took out the snout because they wanted him to emote better? Or... Yes, they did that. Uh, that that was a discussion I, which I remember when the first pictures of him came out because people were like, "Why they do it?" And they wanted him to look more human, which is the same problem of why Spider Man keeps taking his mask off, which he still does in this one, where he like he's running, he's walking down the street, but he still takes his mask off so you can see how concerned he is. Yeah. You know, how been, how great is that that bridge scene when he takes his mask off for that kid? Yes, but that that had context. Not, not at all. I loved it. It I had context. I thought both between both movies, you got some really uh, some of my favorite Spider-Man scenes that I've ever seen on mm -hmm. screen. Uh, and and uh, I definitely enjoyed that. That was one of them. I also enjoyed when he saves the little boy from the bullies in the second movie. And I also, like we said, I also really like when he talked down Electro in mm -hmm. Times Square. Yeah. Like he's got some of my favorite Spider-Man moments ever. Uh, that I and and also he he talks like a New Yorker, like yeah. and 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 that yeah. amuses me because I always kind of felt like he should, right? Like he should talk like a New Yorker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, one um, thing uh, I like the kid scene at the end with the rhino. I think that's way better than freaking summoning the lords of the cranes with their cranelings. Like I, <laughs> I, I hate that scene so much. Uh, well, I have a real problem with the police just letting that boy even be near. I that, mean, that the scene. police <laughs> do a lot of wrong. That kid is Spider Boy. That, movies. That, yeah, that's obviously Miles Morales. Um, you know, Ian, you have a question for us, and I kind of feel like you're the best suited to answer the question, though. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we... Which which of the Spider Man movie series has the best New York? Well, he wants to know so that we can, uh, so that he can laugh at us when we're wrong. I don't know, man. Spider-Man Two had the pizza delivery sequence. That was pretty. That was pretty iconic. That um, was something which, that I which... thought of when I was watching this about Spidey's interaction with New York. Uh, because in Spider-Man Two, they have that scene on the subway where you know New York catches him and says, "You know, it's okay. We'll keep your secret." Yeah. And then, and then in Amazing Spider-Man One, you have the scene that Dennis forever. <laughs> or the, that Frank forever hates with the cranes, which was New York going. Oh, this that's is New York. No, gonna, offense to you, gonna though, Clark. I yes. know you're. I know you're part of the crane family. And I yes, don't wanna, I don't mean. To I, I just don't like hearing you talk bad mouth all the cranes. <laughs> every that's time I actually, go to every time I go to New York, the cranes always move away from me. Actually, <laughs> that, that I, I honestly, I, I, I re-debated this. Ricky and I both debated this with Frank again this week. But like, mm -hmm. that's still one of my favorite scenes of of the first movie. 
It is. Uh, me too. Uh, mm-hmm. Because like the because music it's really... New York coming yeah. together to help Spidey. Yeah, it's not and New York it, coming together. It, it's it the is crane Frank. Family. It doesn't it, matter how many people it is. It's the crane I, family. It, like what are we gonna count? It was ten people on the subway that held him like Jesus. That's <laughs> yeah. not all of New York. It's not yeah, all of New York. Okay, no, I got you. But there was also you're not counting the people on the bridge that were throwing shit at the Goblin. <laughs> those guys too. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. So that's still more. That. That's way no, more. It Peter doesn't matter how change. many it is. It's no, he, he they it's also captured the rest of New York was evacuating. You know, they were it being like these guys were putting their lives on the line to not obey the evacuation order to get overtime. It, he specifically said to get overtime. <laughs> he did tell them to get overtime because there's always one a hole who won't do it unless they get overtime. I, all right. I, I, I did like that that argument that you brought up. Like one guy is it's just shorthand. Instead of saying like, "Hey, there's a big lizard and he's gonna put exactly. lizard juice in a doomsday device," instead of saying that, <laughs> like, overtime, you just get time and a half. Time and a half. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, it, fine, whatever. It's right, the cool. best way to get everybody on board quick. It, yeah. whether, it, it doesn't mean the intention. That's just good leadership, right there, Frank. It is. It's great leadership. It's excellent leadership. I will give the Lord of the the Crane family. I'll give him credit for that. For that little bit of leadership, I will give him that. Uh, and, but, and that little kid is the heir to the Crane family. Do you ever think of that? Like that guy. That yeah. kid's gonna inherit all those cranes someday. He's so the greatest I, kid I've ever seen. I do have a question because, like, um, I know this is a little different for Clark, but I know you watched them earlier this year. But uh, for everybody, uh, depending on when you rewatch the Toby ones. Did rewatching those Toby ones this year change your opinion of the Andrew Garfield ones at all? No, nah. no, oh, no. Sorry. I, yeah. Yes. My answer is quick. Uh, because uh, it it really showed more how spread up the relationship between Harry and Peter was in two. Because after watching all the Toby Maguires and, and having it go through all three movies. Like, okay, so by the time Harry becomes Green Goblin on the Goblin Glider, you know, that that had much more emotional impact than, you know, this one. And I looked at that even more negatively this time because I had just gone through that, uh, you know, arc before. I'm like, wow, this is super rushed. And then, you know, then it was right after Electro died, immediately the Green Goblin go, okay, next next villain. Yeah. Ricky, did it change uh, did it change it for you? Um I'll say this. The Toby movies, when I when I first saw those movies as a kid, I was not watching those movies for a story. I was watching those movies because it had a Spider-Man in it. Versus the Garfield movies, you know, I, I had just graduated high school and these movies came out like I was able to comprehend the story more so than I was when the Toby movies came out. So seeing them back to back, I kind of like the Garfield ones a little bit more because I think they get a lot more right, except they make some big wrongs that kind of make them worse movies than the Toby ones and the the end of the run but they they had there's some really good moments in those movies like i in particular i really love the all the interactions with him and uh him and gwen the little hallway stuff the dinner with her parents yeah uh the you know she's calling them during her commencement speech like all of that's like this is great and they're very quick moments but they all of them really hit home like yeah so when she when she dies at the end of two i felt you know you really kind of feel it you know yeah. Uh, 
now the build up to how she got up there and the shit with Harry, like that's of course all muddy, but you know, there's a there's a good Spider-Man movie in in those films for sure. Yeah, I got I gotta I I'm not gonna fully agree with with Ricky on this one, but um, I have to say, based on some of the nitpicks I had last week of Spider-Man Two, uh, and some just growth I've done over the years, uh, I liked a lot more in 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 Amazing Spider-Man than I remembered. Uh, like like specific things like. Uh, when I watched it originally, I was very resentful of Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben. Uh, I had never watched The West Wing at the time, and Spawn had left a really, really bad taste <laughs> in my mouth. Uh, so, but yeah, since since then, being able to watch Cliff Robertson last week and then watch Martin Sheen uh, and watch how much time they gave Uncle Ben in in that movie before he finally dies. Like he got, he got like an hour of that movie, like where he's, he's, he's a, he's a pretty important, unfortunately he's way more important to that movie than Aunt May, which is, you know, it feels wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. But I know, but you know, you're only going to get Martin Sheen the one time in theory. So make use of him. But I thought like, you know, in hindsight, I was probably way too critical of him the first time around. And I kind of loved him more as uncle Ben than I did Cliff Robertson mm-hmm. this time around. Is he stern? Is he, is he harsh? Yeah. But he's also a dad, you know yep. what I mean? Like he feels more like the actual mm-hmm. father that that has to raise Peter Parker. You get a uh, sense of he has the responsibility he has in raising Peter. Yeah, you know? like yeah, I really loved him, and like I agree with Ricky. I loved I loved Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, like so much more now because because I I wasn't I I didn't have the anticipation of like. Ugh, when is she gonna die? This is so annoying. I can't believe you put her in this just so she could die. This time around, I just got to enjoy her for the time that I know she's there in the stories. And I loved her so much more than Kirsten Dunst. And I kind of love her more with uh than Zendaya right now, only because like we still don't know what the hell they're trying to do with Zendaya's MJ, right? Like it was very clear to me what they were doing with Gwen Stacy. Uh, and while I was really resentful of it back in, in you know, uh, 11, eight years ago or whatever, now I'm like, okay, you told that story. Uh, it was clunky because you you burdened it with too much other stuff, but uh, she was excellent. She never stopped being mm-hmm. good through the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> she was sometimes too good for some of the other. You gotta, she started, she started you gotta like with. context matters with these movies, man. Like, yeah, when these movies came out, Spider-Man one, a few months after Avengers. Avengers is a masterclass yeah. in movie making. So to have the amazing Spider-Man come out after it and have some hiccups, it's, it's going like, to put a, a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth. It's like Incredible Hulk coming out between Iron Man and Dark Knight. Right. And then so, wait, Amazing wait, wait, wait. spider well, I was going to say, before, before you finish your thought, because it seems like we're going in a different direction, I wanted to just shit all over the relationship between <laughs> Gwen and Peter, because it seemed really bad. If you want to talk like the spectrum that's their relationship because all it was was them all that was was them in the hallways going that's high school like that was their entire conversation i can't tell you one thing they were talking about in the first spider-man movie and it wasn't until the second one where spider-man was actually acting like spider-man where i actually thought that they actually had good chemistry because the entire first movie i'm watching and i'm like they don't have good chemistry they're just mumbling and like 
giggling at each other and saying stupid stuff and Peter's excessively horny. And in the second one, Peter acted like a normal all high school human being at Do least. You know, like imagine your hormones souped up on spider uh radioactivity. You can't you can't imagine it. It's I, I can't because Pete, but Peter can, and Peter showed me what spider horniness looks like. Yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't mind their their teenage uh, mumbling and fumbling around and being awkward and stuff. I thought I thought it was endearing. I, I, I it made me it. I found it more believable than anything that that Toby and and Kirsten and ever. Did. I liked how soon Emma found how soon Gwen found out he was Spider Man. How they didn't drag that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, so, with, with yeah. more horniness, shooting a web at her and yanking her over and then <laughs> you know, giving, take, her, giving her That's a kiss foreshadowing, take, bro. That's foreshadowing. Taking, taking his, his webs at her all like through two movies so that at take, the end you're like, his prize. As Ian so, says, it was the Peter Tingle. The Peter Tingle. Yeah. It was the old yeah. Peter well, Tingle. Back back yeah. to my point. I was like, Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ricky. I just no, no, I just no. wanted to get in there before uh, you switch gears on us. Uh Amazing Spider-Man 4 or 4. Amazing Spider-Man 2, 2014. What else came out that year? Winter Soldier, Aven- and was, and Guardians. Was, oh, was Avengers yeah. Age of Ultron not 2014? It's 15. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. So, like again, Winter Soldier, another top tier movie. Guardians yeah. on a league of its own, and then you have Amazing Spider-Man, which stumbles. Yeah. So. By comparison, like, and and I made this argument a long time ago. Uh, in defense of Amazing Spider-Man 1, and I still stand by it, if Amazing Spider-Man 1 had been the first Spider-Man movie we ever got, like 10 years earlier or whatever, people would have loved it a lot more. Like, uh, just because, like, it's really awkward that we had to get so much rehash story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and and it's, it's more awkward that you had to hold the lizard up against Willem Dafoe's performance in the first movie and Willem Dafoe just knocked it out of the park to the point where like Reza Fonz, whatever. I don't even care. Like I kind of checked out in the middle when it, when, it, when the movie shifted focus to be more about the lizard, I was like, oh, whatever. So you guys probably picked up on little things. I didn't even pay attention to because my eyes weren't even on the screen all the time. Uh, I don't I was know. So you, bored didn't, with you didn't like the, the CG lizards leading him down into the sewer. Oh, that's so funny. I, 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 did, I like that. I like, I like, I loved he when webs. he made the web. Yeah. Yes. The webs and does no, I, I like when he made the web. The, the that web was, was cool, but, but I didn't I, like the, really, I didn't like the yeah. way lizard uh, or Peter Parker, Timmy O'Toole his camera and the lizard was yeah. able to figure it out that was so stupid and it was also stupid that peter was all like hmm this one guy that has an obsession with lizards and is working with lizards is probably not the lizard like that seems to be like the and first place peter that you would want to check the fucking yeah. audacity to ask him hey if i were to if i were if a I lizard was... how would i hunt no I yeah, think that's I that's yeah. probably <laughs> the most forced part of the entire movie for me is when his response is no, his question more is, uh, like, how would a predator catch a reptile? And then his response is, they don't. And I'm like, uh, yeah, except for every bird ever that hunts lizards all yeah, the time. Like, lizards, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, like, he's like, they don't. The the most lizards are the apex predator in their in their environments. And I'm like, a lot of lizards are, but not a lot in, not are in not. Tijuana. Definitely, but not a lot in are not. Either. Yeah, so. Uh, I just felt like whoever wrote that line is just like, okay, you're going a little overboard with this. 
But I think I also had a problem just in general with like his, like as a character, you know, I always, you know, and Frank holds this one against me a lot because it's my, it's my argument, which is uh, a superhero is as strong as the villain, right? That, that is presented to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a pretty weak villain because like, he's not even like evil. He's like, he comes from a noble place of like, hey, I want to get my arm fixed, you know? And then next thing you know, he injects this thing in him and he just goes fully crazy to the point where he's like, oh man, it totally worked on my arm. I kind of want to help all of humanity by making them all lizard people too. Force them all to be lizards. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, like, yeah. I have a problem calling him an evil, like super villain. You know what I mean? Like, is he is he misguided? Yeah. Is he? But like, remember Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. His whole gimmick when he found out that Peter was Spider Man is he's, I'm gonna make Peter Parker suffer. Attack the heart. Attack the heart. And then like, I want to do that before I kill him. This lizard doesn't really care except for the moment where he sees Peter Parker's label on on his camera. He doesn't really care about Peter Parker and he doesn't it, like he just goes about his business and then he's mad when he stops him, you know, like eugenics. It, also, yeah, so, he, he should probably put a like uh, do the little Windows key L on his uh, computer uh, <laughs> when he leaves his secret lair, because that that's the most convenient screensaver I've, I've ever seen in my life. I usually I like to have screensavers or lock screens that tell people how to get into my computer so that they can yeah. access all my plans, all my nefarious plans. Was but it anyways? Was this uh, clear on this? If this uh, Doctor Connors lost his arm, or was he born with that arm? Uh, I don't know. I I, I thought he lost it. I don't think they said though. I don't think they they specified. I don't think they said. I mean, in the comics thought, he lost it. I mean, it's yeah. super shitty, right? Though, like he's trying to you know obviously grow his arm back, but like. Bro, there's like you work for Oscorp. There's other ways to get a, a robo arm there. Yeah, like, I saw I saw in the basement of secrets they have four robo arms that he yeah. there you go. They're there they are right there. Ricky, I think Ricky, I think it has to be a lost arm because like a lizard grows back something they lose. Right? Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, like, I think yeah. Ricky Ricky's yeah. saying that he can make he can make do with other like he can, he can have oh. different kinds of arms. No, no, I know, but it, it, you know what I mean. Like, it, I think the whole point of Carnage versus being be born without it. Yeah, if you're born without it, you might not have the the. It oh, might I not see. just be written into your DNA to grow that. You know, to grow that part. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna call it the basement of beginnings. Actually, basement of beginnings, subway of secrets. <laughs> yeah, I like basement well, of beginnings. It's the, good. the hologram oh, table, God. the hologram subway. table of <laughs> secrets. So, no, I need. What Sony wants to call it is chamber of franchises. The chamber, the hologram <laughs> yeah. table of franchises. I like that. And then Aunt May's untold tales of the washer machine. We can <laughs> we can talk all about your fun names that you have for that basement in that in the soapbox. Okay, but I do I do want to wrap this up uh, pretty pretty soon. We're a little over, oh, but yeah. I have to I do have to ask one last question for everybody, um, just because I asked it last week, and I think it's fair game for this week because uh, I think your answers are going to be different this week than they were last week. Assuming Andrew Garfield returns in No Way Home, uh, oh, what okay. what would you like? to see from his character. Clark goes first. Uh, Clark's going to take my answer. I know it. <laughs> Good. Then we'll end sooner. Damn it. Where's Gwen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what would I want to see from him? I want to see him 
I want to see him interact with the other Spideys and, but, but still, but like be the, the jokester that he was like, be the, be the, the, the annoying, like he was the smart ass. I think of all three of them, he was written as the most as yeah. the smart ass. And, uh, so I think, you know, having that, I mean, I do want to see all three Spideys together partly because it's one of the few things I liked about the clone saga. Like when they, when they had the two Spider-Men work together, and just to get, it's really interesting because with their spider sense, all their tingles working together and such, and just, you know, I want to see all three of them really show what super agility and spider fighting can do. So, but I don't really expect anything plot wise from him. I expect just a, a cameo at the end. Well, it's, or, or, what, it's what you would like, not what, what you I would like. like. Okay, I would like I would like him for the finale, but I don't I don't want him for like the whole movie. Yeah. Mm. Okay, and that is Frank. Did he he didn't steal your answer? Did he? No, no, heck no. <laughs> All right, you go. You go because we'll let Ricky end on his weird his weird millennial. Okay. He's answers. gonna he's gonna say something weird. Okay, um, I, I think I would, I'd want something in like a, a like a brotherly capacity, like a Ben Riley capacity, because. He always felt to me like the Ben Riley to um, to cool Toby's Peter Parker. Yeah, he was like the he was the fun Spider Man. He was the one that kind of brought it brought we'll it back. Buy you to beer me. in the gas station, right? He was, he, he was the fun Spider Man though. He, really he, was. he was the fun Spider Man, and he also had the wisecracking. I didn't really like his ill natured Spider Man portrayal in the first one, but I thought in the second one. He he was the Spider Man that I, that I think I wanted. To he see. was he was pretty dialed in by that second movie, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he was in the zone completely, and I want to yeah. see that. And I'd I'd love to see them together. And I wouldn't even mind it if he was like Ben Riley, in in for whatever reason, whatever contrivance they want to come up with, I'd be down with him being like a Ben Riley in the future. Yeah, Ricky, I think I said it last week. Where I want, I want a Toby to show. MCU Peter, how to be the best Peter he can be. Right. I want the Andrew, the Garfield, Andrew the Garfield. I Andrew want the Garfield, the, show him the best Amazing Spider-Man Peter to show MCU Peter how to be the best Spider-Man he wow. can be. I, I kind of like that. Because they are, you know, I think you can say, like, he, he's probably the best Spider-Man that we've gotten on screen. All you know, all check boxes. He's probably one. He's probably the best Spider-Man we got. I think um, he is. I think he is. And that, you know, like, and after, after it's you watch to it. to MCU's point, like MCU or Tom Holland's point, he's still growing. He's still learning how to be a Spider-Man. So to see him learn different aspects of what it means to be Peter Parker and Spider-Man from those two characters, that that's where I want want them to it, say it, that. An easy argument to be made is that he's learning to be the Iron Spider. Okay. Like he really is he really is Iron Man's, you know, sidekick in mm -hmm. so many ways. Or protege. Yeah, whatever you want to yeah. call it. What's your uh what's your take, Dennis? Uh well, because I like the humor and I like I, I kind of agree with Clark. I don't I don't want these things to be a, a big part of the story. Um and so you know how I was saying last week I, I'd like them to make that funny joke about hey, that guy looks like the one from social network and that one looks like the one from uh Sea Biscuit and stuff. Uh, the more fun that we have with the, the scenes, the better. So it would be kind of fun if if Andrew and, and uh, Tom Holland 
kind of notice that the two of them have web shooters and Toby does not. <laughs> and, That's a good point. And just made that <laughs> point of hilarity. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, because Toby is gross. He's you know, yeah. disgusting. They, they, in one of the leaks, supposedly, that's what uh, that's what Andrew Garfield lips. It says something like, "So you have web blood." <laughs> supposedly, yeah. that's what he says in the leak. So I don't it's, know. I don't know, but uh, that's. But hopefully, that's yeah, would, that'd be funny. That'd be funny. I would like that because I, I think I think if if anything, Toby, or sorry, uh, Toby would be the butt of the joke between those two. Because mm -hmm. those two yeah. have way better senses of humor than than Tony yeah. Spider Man does, right? And Tom Holland was all like freaked out about being impregnated by alien eggs and turned into a a oh. bug. <laughs> yes, it's true. It is so true. it's like, what did somebody did something bite you? Yeah. Wait, beyond the spider? Is it well, alien we, spider? Well, we can we can talk all about this yeah. more. I mean, uh, we have like I have like a bunch of fun facts that I didn't even get to. I had a bunch of nitpicks and stuff, but I just enjoyed yep. having you guys all talk about this. Mm -hmm. uh, this was this was awesome. Like, uh, Frank, you're 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 nodding your head. I can't tell. Oh no, you know, I was looking at one of my notes, and it was just it went back to the the Crane Guild guy, and oh, like God. I was just it's, thinking to myself, he, the crane leave my cranes alone. No, no. So so the the Crane Guild guy like calls them, and then he's all like, "Hey, I was in the movie Soul Man. Don't look it up. Don't look it up." <laughs> Don't look at it. It doesn't age well. Don't look it up. Oh man, why did I why did I why did I ask Frank about the head the nod he was making? Uh, I shouldn't have done it. Don't look at right. man, guys. I'm gonna say uh thanks to Ricky and Frank and especially Clark for joining us to talk about uh two Spider-Man movies and for watching all three all, all these movies. Um thank you so much for that. Please uh, you know, Clark, if you want to take a moment to to let people know where they can find you. Um, I think uh, I have a so, little banner. Yeah, yeah. There it is. you can look for me at uh, SoundCloud at Crane Wave, and I can announce that I will be one of the co-hosts for Pasadena City College's coverage of the Rose Parade uh, next year, and you will be able to view that on YouTube for free, and we'll have more data about that when we get a little closer, but it's going to be awesome. That's awesome. That's and cool. it's not, is it like a competitive thing? Is there is there the potential for like somebody to like tanya harding you before this moment or is no it okay it's, it's pretty set i mean it's, it's competitive parade be, because i'm sitting down uh at the behind the desk uh nice. you know you have to, to do more than my knee i guess if you tanya harding my throat that would be bad uh, wait no 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 ideas though i've never been making, to one uh rose parade i was making sure you don't have any hits out on you which by the no. way is the topic of our show next week which is hit monkey oh. airing on on Hulu on uh, starting Wednesday. You, you were saying Tanya Harding, and this whole time I was thinking Monica Lewinsky, and I'm all like, no, no. that's that's relevant no, with the throat. No. And yes. I was, no, I, was I was really I was really sad how my joke didn't land, and it no. was like it was a perfectly executed joke. Tanya, Tanya Harding, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Sit um, but yes, anyways. Uh, additionally, thank you to our patrons uh, for supporting our growth, and to our audience for tuning in. We had a quite active audience today. It was pretty awesome. Absolutely, um, that was really fun. If you had fun, please remember to what, Frank? What is it? Smash that like button the way Peter Parker smashes dubstep letro. Oh. <laughs> dubstep letro. And leave leave a comment. Talk about Aunt May and the untold tales of the washing machines. Uh, and one one other thing, I think Ricky had it up there, but uh, you can check us out on our Patreon after show 
the soapbox where we'll be hanging out for a little while tonight and just talking talking about more of this and more crane guild and more whatever. Oh, we've got material saved. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't look um, up Soul Man. Don't look it up. So yeah, thank you all for watching Den Excelsior, and uh, have a good weekend, everybody. See you yes. next time. <laughs>